Hi, this is Donna Otto. Welcome to Modern Homemakers. Modern Homemakers is growing and blowing, and I think I say this all the time, that our website dances and sings, and we are about to add some more dancing and singing to it. For years, we have done an organizational class here uh, locally a couple of times a year, and many years ago, I did them nationally. And we are not doing them anymore, but we have videoed the last one. So as of March 1st, you'll be sent some sort of a, probably an email blast, or it'll show up on the website, or maybe it'll show up when you push the podcast button, that you now can purchase the three and a half hour Secrets to Getting More Done organizational class online. Invite a few friends. Invite a few friends and charge them. You pay for it. And then invite a few friends and charge them $5 a head. And give the money to your local charity. Or give it to your school. Do something to raise a little money. Instead of one of you buying it and the rest of you getting to come free. Okay? It's my little... I am always entrepreneurial. But a few dollars. Just put it in the hat. Or put it in the hat for the next thing you want to buy and watch together. Okay? I'm pleased with the effort. There's never enough time to talk about all the areas of organization. So today, what I want to talk to you about is the key word to organization, which is preparation. Preparation. And that is in life. We, we are always preparing for something. So what does preparation look like? And then how do I get principles that are tied to practical. And you'll hear this when you watch the video. But let me abbreviate it by saying most of us love practical pieces. Most of us love. The people who have joined our Be a Builder 87 campaign, they are all getting a special option to hear how to journal, and they're getting a journal because they've said yes to giving some dollar amount, any dollar amount, $5 a month or $500 a month. And in that journal, there is a code to listen to a lesson on journaling. And part of that came from, for me, the realization that the reason why I had a hard time journaling was I wasn't prepared for it. I didn't know what it took to get ready. And then I was anxious about all the stuff I had to do. So the key word to any kind of organization is preparation. But the practical side of it, we all look for some practical tools. I, you can tell me the most theologically strong and accurate thing in the whole wide world. But if it's impractical or you haven't narrowed it down enough to make it practical for me, I, I'm, I'm already out. I've tuned off my tuner. So in this class, I talk about practical things that you can do. But I learned as a young woman, if you taught me something practical, and I practiced it because mm, sounded like such a good idea, but it, but it didn't have a principle tied to it, then I gave it up. So I want to talk today a little bit about those three or four words, principle, practical, preparation, priorities, and we've talked about priorities. On the video, you will see me doing priorities with all my hats. It's quite a sight. 
And then this darling phrase that I began, and now I just had um, a young friend send me a clip from a really dancing, singing little video that her name is Tasha, and she said she heard me talk about put it back where you got it from and laughed and giggled because there's this little clip, and it's a song that says, put that thing back where it came from, or so help me, and it's Monsters, Inc. Go on and watch it. It's adorable. It's just adorable. Put that thing back where it came from. Well, I thought I was bad ending with a preposition. Put it back where you got it from. And I find that so many people do something so well, but then they drop it. It's done. And I say, where did you find that? Put it back where you came from. And then the key word to organization, get prepared. Well, what if you don't have a place where something lives? Like, do you know where your purse lives? Where, where does your purse live? Well, it's on your shoulder or on your hip or in your hand. But when you're not out, where's your purse? Is it on the kitchen counter? Is it hung on a hook by the garage door? One woman wrote me recently, oh, I have a hook. As I go through my garage, I hang my purse. I thought that was marvelous because she only obviously is very organized. She has another tube of lipstick in her purse and one in her bathroom. And she just grabs her purse and away she goes. So do you, do you know where things belong? Do you know where they belong? And then this notion of prioritizing. And I've talked about priorities a great deal in my life because it was a very a significant change point. I didn't know what a priority was. I, I thought all things were A. And when I was a young woman, I went to a time management class and I got some tools and some things were A and some things were B and some things were C. And I think they got all the way down to F and anything past F shouldn't be on your list. Um, so I thought, well, that was great. Well, then I would make a list and then I'd start prioritizing and I found I would go A, 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 A. And, and my producer's laughing. I'm laughing because the reality was, but that was how how mixed up I was about it. And, and I've often used this illustration like a dinner party. What's the priority of a dinner party? Okay, I used to think everything, like what we served, who came, what the decorations were, what I wore, how clean the house was. You know what the priority of a dinner party is? Inviting your guests. Just, just don't think about the dinner party. Don't plan the menu. Don't think about what the table's gonna look like. Don't plant the flowers. Don't say it's spring. Think who's going to be around your table and invite them. Just invite them. I have gone to the place now where I invite people and I say, I don't know what we're going to eat, what we're going to eat. Come for dinner. I invite them for dinner. Well, once they're on the calendar, then I'm secondarily ready to get ready for their coming, preparing for them. So not, no way is everything an A. No way. But I thought it was. And the Lord helped me, and he helped me uh, using a phrase, and you'll hear the whole story if you uh, watch the video, with a woman who said to me that the things that were a priority were things that only I can do. I'm pausing. Are you thinking about that? Things that only you can do. I've had this marvelous insight recently about podcasting. And I've come to understand why I like to listen to podcasts, and I think why you like to listen to us. It's not so much of what I say, 
although I'm grateful that you're gaining some instruction or help from it, but it's about two of us in a room. It's the thing I love most. I want to be in a room. If you're listening to Hamilton, I want to be in the room where it happens, but I want to be in a room where there's someone else. And my favorite thing is to have a cup of coffee or tea with someone, just two of us. And I think that's what podcasting is all about. It's me and you, even though we're not face to face. So I'm, I'm pausing and asking you, what are the things that only you can do? You're the only one who can take yourself to the doctor. And you've got something that's really irritating. It's been going on for a long time. Why aren't you taking care of it? Where is your level of self-care? Only you can do that. Some simple things we know. Only you can have a relationship with God. Only you can be your husband's wife, your children's parent. So a priority will help you understand how to develop principles and practicality that will help you get prepared. Elizabeth Elliot always said, you have enough time every day to do the will of God. You have enough time every day to do the will of God. She also was the one who called and beckoned me to organization. And she did it in a very uh, abrupt way for those of you who knew her and loved her. And I giggle, every time I tell the story, I giggle out loud because she was astonished. Dotto, I am astonished that you think this. And and I, I thought, she is astonished that I say to her, but Elizabeth, you're pointing your finger at me and, you, and you're so stern. And she never saw that in herself at all. And she was, but in a beautiful, holy way. And she didn't talk to everybody like that. But when you were, when, when, if, if she's talked to you that way, there's a piece of you that she valued. And she said to me, I don't carry a Bible unless you've swept under the bed. Right now, when I even say that, I think, oh, wow, was that strong? Was that bordering on harsh? But she also knew what my dad or my mom, or maybe they both said when I was a girl, the only way you hear something is if I hit you with a brick bat. And, and you know, it is still quite true. I can be very dense. I can be very difficult to get to penetrate. I'm, I'm better, thank the Lord. But there I was, a young woman. There I was privileged to be in her tutelage. And there she was seeing things in me that I didn't see. And what she said was, don't carry a Bible unless you swept under the bed. God's going to use you in something. And you want to be a woman who can stand in the platform and talk about order and disciplines of the spiritual life by having order and disciplines in your practical life. So organization came into my life because of that principle. And, and you know, when I look back on it, I'm not sure that I would have bought into all the work I did to get my house and my purse and my car and my papers and my files and my Bible and my journal, my purse, did I say that? A everything organized. Had it not been that this fine woman of God had said to me, God wants to use you. And let me just say to you, God wants to use all of us. And the more time we spend on things that matter 
and less time on looking for your keys and running out of gas and having to call the telephone company because your bill is late and beg and plead for them not to charge you extra. I, I've done all of those things. I've done, I know all of them. But that takes time away from the things that God may be calling you to. I think I recently said this on air. If I did, forgive me for repeating it. But I was just talking to someone about it again. And my little grandchildren, who are 11 and 13, said, what do you mean for everything I say yes to, I have to say no to something else? And I thought, how provocative to them at 13 and 11. And I brought it down to their home base. Mm -hmm. Because if you want to get organized, you have to say yes to it and no to something else. But there is a reward in organization like nothing else. I talk in the video about a storage system which I have used for 35 or 40 years. And I often say this, if you've ever looked for something you knew you had and couldn't find it, and went to the store and bought another one and then found it. It's because your storage system is not working. How long does it take you to create a storage system? Not that long. But then once it's created, you're going to know where everything. I obnoxiously know where everything is. Obnoxiously. But when my husband decided he wanted to go to his, I don't know, 25th high school reunion the eon ago, he said, sure would be fun to look at all mine. And I said, well. And I got my little system and I opened it up. And he went to the garage and he got the box and he got his stuff and he looked at it. I heard some great stories and then it was over. And he put it back. I'm not sure he's ever looked at it since. Um, yes, he has. But uh, one day, he won't need to look at it again, and we'll discard it. Psalm, the wonderful psalms that encourage us and create in us a heart to do things. And he tells us that we are, he, so teach us, Lord, to count our days that we may gain a wise heart. Mm -hmm. I'm not calling you to count your days and to count your minutes and to count your time just so you can be more organized and tell everyone how organized you are, I'm calling you to be more wise, to spend your time. As Paul tells us, be careful then how we live, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of our time, making the most of our time, making the most of our time. You know that I'm adding years chronologically, I'm just about to add another one to my large number. But as I do, I reflect on Elizabeth's words again. And I remember Barbara Bush at a graduation ceremony for Wesley College saying, when you are my age and you are looking at all you've done, it won't matter how many deals you've closed and signed or cases you've won or corporations you've made money for. What will matter is the relationships you have with people. And that takes time. A lot of you are saying, yeah, my relationships are a little touchy, or I've lost a friend because I don't have time for her. May I just encourage you to find order in your life that will provide time for you to do the things that God has called you to do. And more than that, to do the kinds of things that you long to do. I love organization now. I hated it before. We also are making available a 38-page syllabus that gives you 
all the diagrams and all the paperwork you need to go along with your viewing the class. And if you don't want to view the class and you just want the paperwork, um, you can find it all on our website. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day being organized. Thank you.